And welcome to Women of Grace. This is your host, Johnette Bankovich. Welcome to Women of Grace. Uh, you're listening to this weekly or this daily show from EWTN, Women of Grace. I am Johnette Bankovich. Uh, oh, wait. Wait, what? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. So in Tulsa on St. Michael Radio, Women of Grace airs every day at 11 a.m., except for Thursdays, because I'm Taylor Stroll, and this is Forte Catholic, and uh, there has been some confusion uh, when people tune in in Tulsa, Oklahoma at 11 a.m., mostly women uh, trying to grow in grace, and I am the furthest thing from a woman of grace. (laughs) The only word that applies to me is possibly of, like Taylor of Simpleton Land. Like the of is the only thing that could actually possibly work. So just to clear up any confusion, I wanted to start the show off with said confusion. Uh, my name is Taylor Stroll. This is Forte Catholic. If you thought you were tu- tuning in to Women of Grace, I either apologize or congratulations. It depends on you. Um, I have no say in that whatsoever. Here at Forte Catholic, we're all about making Catholicism fun again. So that, that's what we're going to do here today. Uh, we have a great show planned for you, all Advent and Christmas themed. We're going to be playing a ton of fun games. We've got some funny clips to share with you. And just going to be uh, talking about uh, preparing for Christmas. That's what this is all about today. Uh, so without, uh, without uh, trying to add any more confusion, how this show works is we record... At Red Sea Radio, the international headquarters in Bryan College Station, Texas, and it airs here in Central Texas. The show also airs in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, where Women of Grace is popular. There have been women who have called the guys who run St. Michael Radio in Tulsa, and they're like, um, I, I don't know. Let's, let's see if I can do my Oklahoma woman impersonation. this man's not teaching me how to be a woman of grace i'm very confused uh could you could you please uh help me out here Uh, no ma'am i can't help you uh tune in monday tuesday wednesday or friday at this time and you'll hear women of grace uh but for now we're not going to talk about anything remotely close to that so What we are going to do today is, as I said, we're going to be playing a few games. The first game that we're playing is called Advent Bingo. So Sam, our wonderful producer, is a youth minister at St. Joseph's and Bryan. Sam, how are you doing this evening? Doing pretty good, Taylor. Glad are you here. a woman of grace? Uh, I try you to tr- be. You try. <laughs> so so here's, here's, here's what's going on. We don't have a guest today. But the two women who are usually in this studio are here just to help out for the audience listening uh, that we're planning on hearing Women of Grace. Uh, Mackenzie, are you a woman of grace today? Um, I try to, you know, trying. I hope so. Uh, I'm not trying to be a woman of grace. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> I am the least graceful person you may ever meet. So back to Advent Bingo. Sam played this with her students on last Sunday, two Sundays ago, it doesn't matter. You don't care. Uh, so how this game is going to work is you can play along with us at home. So what I want you to do is find a piece of paper and draw out a bingo sheet. Just like normal, five by five grid, put an X or a star or something in the middle. I don't care. It's your life. 
And what we're going to do is me and Mackenzie are going to... <laughs> I just looked at Mackenzie's sheet. She made a five by six square got rectangle. It's very confused. And then scratched it all out. <laughs> Wonderful. That's not a very womanly or gracefully graceful thing to do. So <laughs> how this is going to work is I want you to play at home. Draw yourself the bingo sheet. Our producer, Sam, here is going to read off questions about Advent. You have to answer the questions. You can put the answer anywhere you want in your grid. And then when we get to the end, she's going to give us the answers to the questions. And if you got that answer, if let's say the answer is Advent wreath, and you put Advent wreath in the top right corner, put an X on that one. The first person to get bingo, which is, you know, five in a row, either sideways, horizontally, or the other word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> diagonally, there you go. So the first person to get it is going to win between me and Mackenzie. But I want you to play along at home. Now, if you're driving in your car, I understand that this can be um, dangerous for you. Uh, you're probably texting and driving anyway. So just go ahead and open that notes app and just draw a five by five grid. It'll be fine. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This game is fun for, for all ages. So if you're driving your car, your kids are in the car, have them pull out their bingo sheet and see if they can beat me and Mackenzie at this game uh, to earn the title uh, Superior Woman of Grace. That's what we're playing for. <laughs> I hope to win the title. So without further ado, here we go starting our Advent bingo. Boom. Okay. Oh, we have nice music playing in the back. Very So our first question, here we go. Which church season comes before Christmas? Very difficult. Okay. We started, you know, start with a softball answer there. That's what we were going for. So if you're playing along at home, just write your answer in one of the squares. Next question, please. Two, how many weeks are in Advent. It depends on the year, but I'm going to go ahead and put the stock in. <laughs> this, weird, this year's weird. Okay, it's next. True. What day of the week is the first day of Advent? Ooh. Oh. What day of the week Ooh. is the first day of Advent? I'm going to put that one like over here because I don't think it's the right answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is great commentary. <laughs> what do we call the future time when Jesus Christ will come into the world again? Uh, Tuesday. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is going to be great. Okay. What is the church's color for Advent? Okay. What is the church's color for Advent? Okay. What does the word Advent mean? Uh, okay. During Advent, we prepare for Jesus Christ to come into our blank for Christmas. Uh, mangers. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> into our mangers? Yeah, I have a manger at my house. I'm just waiting for him to this, show up. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> During Advent, we remember God's blank to send our Savior Jesus. Okay. What did Jesus, the Savior, save his people from? Bad radio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, lots of things. I, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what Advent custom uses three purple candles and one pink candle to remind us that Jesus brings light into our darkness? Maka, how you doing over there? Pretty good. I think all my answers are correct. <laughs> I don't think all my answers are correct. <laughs> this is going to be so fun. 
All right, here we go. Next question. The circle of green leaves on an Advent wreath reminds us of God, that God's love is what? Uh, Plant-like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> In which week of Advent do we light the pink candle? I got that one. Put my numbers next to each other. <laughs> the ones I know I got right. <laughs> what is Jesus the light of? What is Jesus the light of? <laughs> Here we go. You got this. You ready? Yep. Who was Jesus's cousin who announced that Jesus is the savior of the world? Todd. Oh, gosh. Well, um, I had confidence. Which angel announced to Mary that God had chosen her to be the mother of Jesus? Todd's brother, Tim. Well... Close. What did Mary say when God asked her to be the mother of Jesus? What did Mary say? What did Mary say? Oh, crap. (laughs) 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 All right, here we go. Next question. Who was the cousin of Mary who was also the mother of John the Baptist? See, now that question answers the previous question. Whatever. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) This is going great. Who did an angel visit in a dream saying, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife? I hope it's Joseph. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor, just give the answer away. (laughs) Spoiler alert. The book was written 2,000 years ago. It's fine. (laughs) Here we go. Next question. What great feast of Mary's do we celebrate on December 8th? Oh, crap. We, we just, just had went, a couple of them. We just went to Mass for this. Guadalupe's today. What did I... Yeah, there you go. Got it. That was a hint. Hint, hint. Which patron saint of children do we celebrate on December 6th? This is a saint, by the way. Patron saint. There's, there's just too many of them. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> okay. Which saint, whose name means light... Has a feast day on December the 13th. Which saint whose name means light has a feast day on December the 13th? Uh, no idea. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> what traditional Catholic prayer contains the greeting that Elizabeth gave to Mary? Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Repeat the question. I'm still thinking about light guy. (laughs) (laughs) What traditional Catholic prayer contains the greeting that Elizabeth gave to Mary? Oh. oh. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Gotcha. All right, here we go. What is the name of the prayer that Mary sang when she was visited by her cousin Elizabeth? Did she sing it or did she say it? Well, the question said sang, <laughs> so she sang it. <laughs> I, I demand a recount. Okay, keep going. Last All one. Right, last question. When we sing the song, O Come, O Come, Blank, what is the name we use for Jesus that means God is with us? Hey, or God you, with us. If you know the song that's currently playing, that's it. All right, let's, let's, okay, let's get through this. We're, we're done with, we're done with the questions. Uh, this is how I know there's a God. He gives time of reprieve. I don't have to keep. 
<laughs> okay. Here, uh, how this is going to work? Now you have your um, your bingo card filled out with uh, tons of wrong answers. So, <laughs> how this is going to work is that Sam's going to list off one of the questions that she gave in a random order, and she's going to give us the answer. If you got that answer correct, you can put an X in that square. If you got it incorrect, like me, uh, you cannot <laughs> put an X in your square. The first person to get five in a row. Diagonally, in, diagonally, horizontally, or vertically, wins the game. Between me and Mackenzie, anyone who beats, if, if, if anybody playing along at home wins before me or Mackenzie win, just yell really loud and we'll hear you. I, I'm just kidding. That won't work. Some of you were like, okay. <laughs> uh, what you're going to do is uh, follow me on, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Taylor's Roll. You can find it all there. Let me know that you beat us. Anybody that anybody that beats us. And, and answer honestly or you'll go to hell. I, I mean, <laughs> confession, 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 confession. That's what I meant. Answer honestly. Um, anybody who, 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 uh, who beats the winner. We'll get a Make Catholicism Fun Again hat. You can find those on ForteCatholic.com slash store for 20 bucks, or you can get them for free for winning this game. All right, Sam, here we go. We got a few minutes left. All right, here we go. During Advent, we prepare for Jesus Christ to come into our hearts. Okay, I got that for one. For Christmas. Ooh, that was, that was in my middle row. I only need three more. Let's go. Oh, snap. Okay, okay. Which church season comes before Christmas? Advent. Ooh, that's in the same row. I only had two more to win. <laughs> Strategic okay. placement. That's I'm not how even you lying. Like, I, there are people listening. They're like, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Which patron saint of children do we celebrate on December 6th? And that is St. Nicholas. Oh, cool. Got that one. Uh, my kids got like, okay, so the, the tradition there is that like you put your shoes out and like mm-hmm. you get a prize. Uh, my kids have been putting their shoes out every night since and super disappointed in the morning when they don't get anything. All right, next one. That's so sad. When we sing the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, that's the answer. What is the name of Jesus, which means God is with us? It's Emmanuel. Emmanuel, okay. That's the answer. Next. Okay. What did Mary say when God asked her to be the mother of Jesus? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> on there it says yes with an exclamation point i put let it be okay well she did say that to you let it be done to is me that fine to is that, that an acceptable answer uh, i mean sure that's we'll, fine. We'll, also, yes. we'll also accept fiat, fiat which yeah. is the latin version for that okay or how about i, I am the handmaid fair. of the lord no I, I'll is that what that you put too. i'm just kidding. i put that under yes <laughs> <laughs> i like that too that's Mackenzie good... just wrote the whole gospel it's true <laughs> What day of the week is the first day of Advent? I have no idea. Sunday. Dang it, I put Monday. So I don't get to put an X there. If you got it wrong, like me. (laughs) All right. During Advent, we remember God's promise. The answer is promise to send our Savior, Jesus. Got that one. I only got one more. One more. Dang it. (laughs) This is so good. Okay. The circle of green leaves on an Advent wreath (laughs) reminds us that God's love is what? Everlasting. Eternal. That's what I put. Everlasting. Eternal. I'm putting that. (laughs) I'm only one away. But to be fair, I'm one away. And the one that I need is definitely the wrong answer because for saint who means light, I put light boy. So I'm not going to win that way. (laughs) Well, let's go to that one. Which saint whose name means light has a feast day on December 13th? St. Lucy. 
Saint Bingo! You, wait, you won? Yes. You won? Okay, which ones? I don't believe you. Um, St. Lucie. Talking to the microphone, Mackenzie. St. Lucie, Sunday, the Free Square, mm. Promise, and St. Nick. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So Mackenzie wins. I lose. Um, so here's the deal. Mackenzie wins title of Woman of Grace. <laughs> which yes. I'm happy. It was Superior of Grace. <laughs> superior Woman of Grace. Sorry. I apologize. You are Superior Woman of Grace. Despite uh, my sixth thing on my bingo card that i had to scratch out yeah that god's <laughs> forgiving i'm not but he is so how this is go- how this is gonna work is if you won before mckenzie did uh f- go to fortecatholic.com send me an email go to twitter facebook instagram at taylor stroll find me send me a message saying that you won i'll any of the any of the winners anybody that beat mckenzie um is in the running to win um tr- tr- Pick totally randomly a make Catholicism fun again hat uh, of your choosing. They're all red with white lettering, so I'll choose for you. So, <laughs> so that's our our Advent bingo. I hope that was as thrilling for you as it was for me. If you were playing along on your phone, I hope that you are still alive, or at least you have uh, been con- to confession recently. <laughs> so whenever we come back from the break, we're going to be doing uh, two... Not one, but two Forte 5 countdown segments. We're going to be, um, I'm going to be asking Sam and Mackenzie, they're going to be playing a game against each other this time, of guessing my top five favorite secular Christmas songs and my top five favorite Christmas hymns. We will be right back after the break. Don't go anywhere. Back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Stroll, joined in studio, not by a guest this week, but by Women of Grace, Sam Shepard and Mackenzie New. If uh, you're just joining us, that joke made no sense to you. Welcome to Forte Catholic, where nothing makes sense. So segment in this segment, what we're going to do is uh, not one, but two Forte 5 Countdowns. If you've never listened to the show before, the Forte 5 Countdown is where I count down my top five favorite blank, right? Uh, today, in this, in, this is just a season of having fun. It's a season of anticipation. Everybody loves the holidays. Everybody loves Advent. Everybody loves Christmas. Uh, and if you want to yell at me about uh, talking about uh, Christmas songs before Christmas, uh, go to Twitter. And uh, don't say anything because you're a jerk. Okay, so how this is going to work is that we all know that Advent is this season of waiting. It's this season of deep preparation. Uh, We're all just looking forward to something. Um, uh, The Last Jedi coming out. That's what we're all uh, deeply anticipating and looking forward to. Uh, And then like two weeks later, uh, the baby Jesus coming Christmas. That's what we're actually preparing for, right? Um, I am very much looking forward to both. I'll just put it that way. So... In this season of waiting, one thing that's always helped me in Advent, I don't know where you lie on the, like, when should Christmas songs be played, when should Advent, and when should we put up our Christmas tree. Uh, You can believe whatever the heck you want. I'm not weird. So uh, (laughs) we start playing Christmas music in our house right after Thanksgiving. Like, that's the thing. My wife absolutely loves it. One year I tried 
the whole like, okay, I'm going to be like a diehard, like super uber Catholic, right? A Catholic who uses Uber. I'm just kidding. That's not what that means. I was like, okay, I'm not going to listen to any Christmas music. I'm just going to listen to O Come O Come Emmanuel for, you know, 30 days until Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Then I'll start listening to Christmas music. Then all that made me was like not jolly for 24 days. And then by the time Christmas rolled around, I was like, Christmas is over. And now people look at me weird if I listen to Christmas music. So it completely f- failed and flopped. If that works for you, more power to you and pray for me. <laughs> but for me, that's that's like we're normal humans. Like we listen to Christmas music. Now I'm very adamant about no Christmas stuff before Thanksgiving. I, we, it's weird. I, I have this weird code and I live by it and I will fight for it. But uh, whatever. Shoot me. I don't care. So... Um, my wife would be very happy because my life insurance is pretty good. So <clears throat> how this is going to work is in this season, I keep saying how this is going to work and then I keep talking because it's fun. This is why I have a radio show. I like hearing my own voice. So this, the Christmas songs help me to prepare for Christmas. I don't care what they do for you. They help get me in the spirit. They help me remind me that baby Jesus is coming. Remind me that he's going to, he wants to come into our hearts in a special way at Christmas. That's what this Advent season is all about. This time of waiting and preparation, preparation, um, prayer, you know, just kind of cleaning out our soul. There's always like a confession at all the parishes and all this stuff. It's, it's a great time. I absolutely love it. The work tends to slow down. It's just a slower experience. Now there's a lot of stress and stuff with traveling and everything. We'll get into that later, but I love the Christmas song. So I'm going to do a Forte five countdown of my top five favorite Christmas secular songs. We'll get into the hymns later. So just so you can play along at home, if you'd like, Sam and McKenzie are going to be playing here in the studio against each other and mackenzie already beat me in one game uh so we'll see if sam can avenge my death so don't don't have too much confidence uh, <laughs> it's fine <laughs> why don't you love me okay so <clears throat> what we're gonna, how this is going to work is i'm going to go ahead and ask sam and mackenzie what they think my top five favorite secular christmas songs are and they're going to get no points if it's not on my top five they're going to get one point if it's on the list, but not even close to the number. We're ranking them five down to one. Three points if it's exactly like th- Sam's number four is my number four. Uh, she doesn't look too confident that's going to happen. Her number four must be terrible. Uh, <laughs> and if you get it one off, I'll give you two points. Make sense? Yes. Clear as mud? Yes. All right, Sam. So we're... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be keeping score right now. Okay. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to do my countdown and you'll see and everybody at, at home will, or in the car will see who won and right. how well they did. Right. So if you're driving in a car, go ahead and write down what you think my top five through one secular Christmas songs are. Uh, maybe Sam can help you out or ruin your life. Ready, set, go. All right. Number five. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. S- specifically. Okay. That's number five. Number four. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. Number three, Santa Baby. <laughs> Santa Baby. <laughs> number Santa two. Number two, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> Yours are all very uh, oddly romantic. Okay. <laughs> and number one, This Christmas, Chris Brown. That That's my top five. Oh, man. I think I need to change my list. <laughs> Forgot about that one. It's <laughs> a good song. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so this is my thoughts. I chose a lot of 
I guess, more traditional ones. But number five, Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. Oh, that's a good Number one. four, Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> <laughs> that better uh, not be on your I'm list. I'm trying not to react, but that's most definitely not on my list. <laughs> No, my very few. Um, God rest you, merry gentlemen. Okay. We three kings. Okay. And little drummer boy as number one. Oh, Wait, uh, Mackenzie doesn't understand the game. Those last two are hymns. <laughs> They're not secular songs. I struggle. I've never heard little drummer boy played in church. You need to go to church more. Okay. Okay. This is really we're dumb. keeping it anyway. All right. So we're gonna do the actual list, and you'll discover how little these people know me. All right. Here we go. My forte five top five countdown of my favorite secular Christmas songs. Let's go. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is not our regular Forte 5 music. I thought this would just uh, set the mood a little bit for our our, uh, Christmas countdown here. Number five, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. As a child, I I only ever knew the chorus. Today, it it wasn't one of my top five until I looked at the lyrics today. (laughs) Tell me if y'all have ever heard this. This is the first and second verses. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. That's the part we know, right? Right. There's, you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as, as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Yes. All I've ever heard is that and instrumental. I've never heard the verses. Have y'all? No, I don't. I, think I so. have about roof tracks. <laughs> I mean, not roof tracks. Roof tracks. This is this, <laughs> this is, is why great. I'm the host of the show. Thanks. Do okay, tracks so. on her forehead and stuff. I've okay. heard that. Here's what it says. She'd been drinking too much eggnog, and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication, so she staggered out the door into the snow. When we found her Christmas morning at the scene of the attack, she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws, mar- claws marks on her back, like Chris- Santa Claus. This is very violent. This is terrible. Uh, now we're also proud of Grandpa. He's been taking this so well. See him there watching football, drinking beer, and playing <gasps> cards with Cousin Mel. No. It's not Christmas without Grandma. All the family's dressed in black. And we just can't help but wonder, should we open our gifts or send them back? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> now I know why I only heard the instrumental version of this, because that is crazy! That's not yeah. Christmas. That is no. not Christmas. Oh man, it's f- hilarious though, <laughs> so that's why it made the list. Makes sense. Number four, uh, White Christmas. Mm. Because I grew up in South Texas, and I was like, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, and I've been, I was dreaming for years. And then my senior year, no, not my senior year, sometime in high school, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in high school, I think I was maybe a freshman, actually, I was way off. It snowed for the first time in my hometown on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's amazing. We had a white Christmas. It was, it was amazing. Like, it was, it was cool that it snowed here in Texas, like, four or five days ago. Crazy. The fact that it happened on Christmas Eve, like, I've been singing this stupid song, <laughs> asking, dreaming of a white Christmas, and it, it finally happened, so God answers prayers eventually. Okay, so, <laughs> number three, Let It Snow. Mm. Very romantic. Very sweet. I was looking at old pictures of, like, like we one of our ornaments for our tree is me and my wife's first Christmas together. Very, very cute. Uh, she, let me rephrase, she's very cute. <laughs> I was at the point where I was balding, but, like, in weird spots so I was like holding on to this idea that I still had a head of hair I I looked like an idiot (laughs) because I I was trying to grow hair it was very very bad 
Um, anyway, I just love the words of that song. Uh, when we finally kiss goodnight, how I hate going out in the snow. I just wanted to keep snowing so I can spend more time with you. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of times that my wife and I were long distance and we only had Christmas together, so we wanted to spend all the time together. Oh, okay. That was uh, really cute. Number two, Holly Jolly Christmas. For oh. one reason, this song says, or two reasons, sorry. It says, Holly Jolly and Oh By Golly have a Holly Jolly Christmas. Any song that uses the words Holly Jolly by Golly is a winner in my book. Makes sense. Also, the line, I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. It's like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Just have a cup of cheer. Kids, ask your parents what that means. Uh, number one, my favorite Christmas song. I, I'm actually surprised y'all didn't know this. The, the Christmas song. Chestnuts op- uh, roasting on an open fire. Uh, Jack Frost and everything goes. I think that song just encap- encapsulates like Christmas, surrounded by family. It says what everybody in the family is doing. Very, very cute. Yeah. Christmas is all about family. So that is my forte five top secular Christmas songs. So if you were keep if you uh, were playing along at home, hopefully you got a point because Sam and Mackenzie did not. <laughs> they we didn't get terrible. one right. But uh. Sam did point out that I got something wrong on my list. This Christmas by Chris Brown is probably my second favorite Christmas song. I get a point. So Sam wins. uh, I'll give her half a point. I was one away. (laughs) Sam gets half. It's my game. You get half a point, Uh, but you win. You win. You win. So that's my favorite secular Christmas song. So now let's get into the Christmas hymns. Let's let's see if y'all can get a real point. That's what we're actually going for here. So I want to be very specific. And I wasn't, I, I, when I was a camp counselor and you're doing games and stuff, you want, the whole point is that people learn lessons through the game. That's not what I intended here. I just wanted to have some fun, <clears throat> but I was very specific. Like I was as a camp counselor, you give very specific instructions. You don't give them again. You don't help them whenever they mess up because they're supposed to just listen the first time. What I said was my favorite Christmas hymns. That's all I said, right? (sighs) Mackenzie used some of her hymns in the secular portion. And before we even get started, you can't change your answers at this point. You both know that I love a very certain song that we've already played on the radio today. It's true. Called O Come, O Come, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. It's not a Christmas song. It's not? That's an Advent song. (sighs) That is an Advent song. It probably is on both of your list. I'm telling you right now, it's wrong. Shoot, dang! It's, it's my number one. It's the same. It's the only Advent song we have. <laughs> the joke is like a musician at mass is that we only have one Advent song. Now we have even so come. Hooray! Thank you, Chris Tomlin and Christian Stanfield. It's I, not a Christmas song. It's our one Advent song. We got to get that out of the way. So Mackenzie, no, yeah, who went first last time? I, I think I went first. Last you went time. first. Okay, Mackenzie, you're first this time. So go ahead and give me your five through one. With, with <laughs> you mean five through two? Because I had a Come Come Emmanuel as one. I do love that song, but you're both didn't listen. I, Sam at one point even said out loud, "Oh, I'm going to Google. Uh, go, hey Google, what are the best Advent songs? Like that's not what I. To be you. fair, I thought we were talking about Advent. I had Advent on my head from the first. <laughs> I, I know. No, you had hair on your head, unlike me. Okay, Mackenzie, let's do your five, because we got to get through this. Okay, so number five, Angels We Have Heard on High. Oh, good. Okay. Number four, Mary, Did You Know? Okay. Number three, What Child Is This? Okay. And number two, Silent Night. Okay. 
and no number one. I will go ahead and tell you that you got an amount of points. Okay, Sam? Well, uh, I'm going to get zero. Here we go. Number five, let all mortal flesh keep silent. I've never heard of that song. Keep going. It's a great one. Uh, Number four, even so come, because I know you like that song. (laughs) Uh, Again, Advent song. (laughs) What wondrous love is this? Uh, I don't know that one either. What church did you grow up? These are great songs. Oh, Holy Night. Okay. And Oh, Come, Oh, Come, Emmanuel. Okay, I will tell you right now, somebody won by one point. So uh, let's go ahead and do this. Now, okay, normally when we do a Forte 5, there's music playing in the background. I try to find, like, inst- inst- like we know we found the, oh, yeah, song earlier. I couldn't do this, like, have a serious conversation because all the songs just sounded super sappy. I, like, tested my voice talking over them. I was like, this is super weird. So I'm just going to go ahead and give them. Number five. Uh, no, my number five is very controversial. My number five is Mary, Did You Know? There are a ton of Catholics who hate this song. It was primarily because it, it asked, I love this song. It asked Mary all these questions. Did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know this? Uh, the one line that Catholics hate is, uh, did you know this baby boy, it's, uh, uh, that this child that, you're deliv- that, you're, that you delivered will soon deliver you or one day deliver you, right? And we as Catholics believe that Mary was held with, you know, without sin, right? That she was born and immaculately conceived, did not have sin. So that, like, she didn't need to be saved from sin. That's what a lot of people think. But here's the deal. Mary did need to be saved from sin. Jesus' death and resurrection on the cross still saved Mary. God just works outside of time. He was able to retroactively do it for Mary, right? Instead of, like, being pushed into the pit, like we are, God saved her from falling into the pit <laughs> at, at all, right? So that's why I don't have a problem with the song because Jesus did save her on the cross. It just happened at her conception, right? So here you go. Mary, did you know? Uh, <clears throat> I love the questions because there's that line that Mary said yes at when a- the angel Gabriel asked her, hey, do you want to be God's mom? You know, <laughs> she's like, yeah, sure. Um but it said that she pondered all of these things in her heart. Like she didn't completely understand, which is why I love it. Did you know that your baby is going to walk on water? No. Like she, babe, the angel didn't say, hey, you're going to have a baby that walks on water. Like that's like that didn't happen. I love the questions. I love praying with that song. It's fantastic. And there's that last line. Did you know that your baby boy would be the great I am? And that's another great question. Like, did she know that? I don't think she knew that. Like he never said like you're, I don't know. I just don't think that she completely understood. She pondered those things in her heart. That's that. She was going to be the mother of God. Like, that's just a huge deal. Okay. Number four, the first Noel talks about, it essentially gives the story of Christmas about the the Noel means Christmas, right? The first Christmas and talks. I just love it because it talks about like Jesus breaking into the lives of people. He breaks into the lives of the shepherds. He breaks into the lives of the three wise men. Number three, silent night, quiet in the midst of craziness. I love that song. Uh, it's it's so calming. I love hearing it, especially like a lot of times they do it like the uh, prelude song before Christmas Eve mass or whatever. It's like this is in the quiet, like in the midst of our crazy lives, in the midst of our crazy traveling in the holidays, like this this quiet night in the in a cave, you know, or stable, whatever it was that uh, that that he was born. Uh, number two, oh holy night. I love the lines. Fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night when Christ was born. Um, just that, that the holiness of that night when it finally happened, like I'm probably not the most reverent person, but I hear that song and it just brings me to such reverence where I'm like, man, I I do need to fall on my knees and see this. And number one, 
Oh, come all you faithful. Oh, come let us adore him. I love that song. Like it's, it's a joyful song. It even says at the beginning, joyful and triumphant. I, and those are two things that I want to be, right? <laughs> I want to come and be with our, our joyful and triumphant king. So um, that's our, our Forte 5 list. We will be right back for our final segment, continually talking about the Christmas story. Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Schroll, and I'm an idiot. Just want to go ahead and throw that out there. Uh, we finished, we were playing a game at the end of the last segment, and I forgot to announce the winner because I'm a good radio host. But so, um, some of you that were playing along were like, uh, what was the score? I want to know the end of the game. Um, it, I'm going to pretend like I did it on purpose, and it's like an NFL game. That was the two-minute warning. We had a three-minute break, a little commercial break, uh, before you come back and find out who won the game. So uh, because Mackenzie got two of her answers that were one position off from mine, she got two points twice, which is four. That's right. Yeah, four. Okay. And then Sam got one, one answer right, but it was right on the head, but that only gets her three points. So Mackenzie is the winner. Sam, that's the most humble thing you did. Sam is running the boards, and she cheered for Mackenzie. I do not cheer for the people that I lose to. Thank you, I did, thank I, you. I did not cheer for Mackenzie when she beat me in the game in the first segment. I sh- stared her down during the break. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you won... If you beat Mackenzie or Sam at either of those rounds, again, let me know fortecatholic.com shoot me an email there's all the links to my social media stuff on fortecatholic.com f-o-r-t-e catholic uh facebook instagram uh twitter snapchat myspace whatever uh don't look at my myspace as an awkward picture on my profile and i don't know how to change it so <laughs> so all right and that's the end of that segment and then moving on segment three so we're talking about Advent, we're talking about the Christmas story and preparing for Jesus coming into our lives. So, uh, I th- you all know that Sam is the high school youth minister at St. Joseph's. I think we've talked before that Mackenzie, who's also in the studio all the time, is, uh, we don't, we, we don't know her that well. She just wanders in the studio and none of us have the heart to tell her to go away. I'm just kidding, Mackenzie. I'm just kidding. Uh, she just laughed at my joke, but it was muted. So like the people listening at home might think that she's angry at me. <laughs> she's not. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so what, was, what am I even talking about? This is such a weird day. We had technical difficulties trying to get the show started for like an hour. So we're all a little delusional. So I, this is either your favorite show we've ever done or your least favorite. One of the two. It's one of my favorite. I'm having a blast. Okay. So Mackenzie is the junior high youth minister at St. Joseph's and I am both of their boss, which is why I require both of them to be here. I'm just kidding. They're here on their own. Um, yeah, yeah. They're here on their own. We're just going to go with that. So um, Mackenzie is the junior high youth minister. I'm their boss. So I was at Mackenzie's youth night on Sunday and she showed a video I had never seen before. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, and what it is, is uh, Southland Christian church put together this video. Well, they put together audio first asking kids, young kids to tell the Christmas story. Super cute. And then in the video, they have like adults acted out and it's hilarious. So if you want to find the video, it's on YouTube. 
uh, just ter- type in the Christmas story searched by or uh, to Christmas story by children South Lane Christian Church. You'll find it. I found it and it very easily this afternoon. Uh, but I'm going to play the audio for you for you here today. <clears throat> uh, this is the Christmas story as told by children. Let's see if uh, it's similar to what you think you know. Ready, set, go. <laughs> came to see Mary. She was doing laundry and then the angel just appeared and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're going to have what? I can't, I can't say good. Mary, you're going to have a baby. I, you're going to have a baby and you will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not going to have a baby yet. I'm only a teenager. I'm not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She, you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's old town. They ride a donkey. <laughs> I don't know. A camel. Oh yeah, a camel. She said, this donkey's fast. <laughs> they tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper, um, for a place to stay, the keeper said, We have no rooms. Literally, no rooms. <laughs> so Mary and Joseph walked away sadly, but then he said, The only place in here in Bethlehem that, that you can stay, stay is a staple. And then he just pointed the way and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angels said, a new baby is getting born who is king of the Jews. The angels were singing. Glorious. And then the shepherds said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. <laughs> they had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out a night. And then the wise men heard about it. And then a star appeared. Well, we should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one. They have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some shoes, some Jordans. Gold, Frank, and Latimer. And I don't know how it would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world. There you have it. You the best baby I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the cutest thing ever. Uh, watching it with junior high kids, like it was, it was to the point where like we, I missed parts of it until I watched it again today because the kids were laughing so loud that you miss like the next three or four lines, right? 
So some of the greatest like Mary was doing laundry. <laughs> It's like, oh, I was cleaning Joseph's underwear, and then an angel showed up. I love the, and then my second favorite part is that where they're listing off the things that the wise men brought, stuffed animals, diapers, wipes, milk. Like You could picture kids like seeing like, oh, yeah, like when my siblings were born, people bought stuffed animals, diapers, wipes, and milk. So that must be what the what the wise men brought. It's like, no, they brought frankincense, which is not helpful. So <laughs> the, the, instead of frankincense, they brought Frankenstein. And in the video, like it was like a stuffed animal Frankenstein. So funny. And you the best baby I've ever seen is going to be just like my, the from the deepest parts of my heart, my prayer this Christmas <laughs> when Jesus comes into my heart as a little baby. You the best baby I've ever seen. That's what I'm going to say. There, I said it. <laughs> And so uh, Mackenzie was talking about uh, you know the Christmas story and actually telling like the actual stories after they watched this video. One thing that I that she said uh, that I've obviously heard before, we've all heard the Christmas story before, but there was one thing that she said that I had never thought about, and I think it's probably you know we're always in different seasons in our life, right? So like I was am in a season now where I have a two month old one and a half month old at my house. So I am not sleeping, which is probably another reason that I'm delirious. Uh, I can't even say the word delirious because I'm so tired. <laughs> Somebody help me. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I'm trying to decide if I want to get it. The last two nights I've slept for like two hours a night because my other two kids are like coming to like sleep. Like not, we have a king bed. And my wife, like, <laughs> my kids are so weird. My wife, like, goes over to the guest room to be closer to the other two kids in case they cry. And then, of course, the other two kids come cry to me in my bed. So I'm, like, for the last two nights, I've been in this king bed with my kids. And I swear to you, they are wide awake at, like, 3 in the morning. And I'm like, what are you even doing? It's a mess. Anyway, I digress. Christmas story. That's what we're talking about. So I'm in this season of life where my wife was just very, very pregnant until about a month and a half ago. It never really dawned on me how pregnant Mary was whenever they were traveling to Bethlehem. But not, yeah. So she's riding on this donkey or camel. I I used to be very certain which one it was. And then I watched this video. I'm like, wait, which one was it? I think it was a donkey. Right? It was a donkey. Okay, good. Okay, so the, the, she's riding on, on this donkey. Either way, super uncomfortable right? uh, for anybody, period. No, 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 not if you're pregnant or not. It's eight and a half months pregnant, almost, almost full term, because they get there and have a baby. Like she's, and Mackenzie said something while she was talking about this. Crazy pregnant. She's like, she goes into the mind of Mary. And she's like, what if I have this baby on the side of the road? And I just have crazy flashbacks because I've said on the radio before, I've had a baby on the side of the road. My second child was born on the side of the road. We weren't riding a donkey. We were riding a car. Got halfway to the hospital and and my wife was like, nope, baby's here now. And I slammed on the brakes and ran out and caught the baby. Like that did happen very, very quickly. I can't imagine traveling 75 miles on a donkey and it's like so Mackenzie, being a woman of grace uh puts herself it's like more natural to put herself in mary's shoes right as she's talking i start putting myself in in saint joseph's shoes and 
let's let's get to where he is in the story. He has a fiance that he's betrothed to. She gets pregnant, quote unquote, by the Holy Spirit. Like <laughs> he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Whoa, that's like never, literally, never happened before. Uh, and then, like, then he has a dream where God's like, no, like for real. It's it's my baby. He's like, okay, I, I'll bring her into my home now, right? <laughs> it, my story is not far off from those kids' version of the story. So he, at this point, knows that this baby is God's baby. So me being a father, I'm very protective of my children. I can't imagine if one of my kids was God. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, I need to do everything perfectly for this child, right? And then before the baby's even born, you have the baby in mom's womb, nine months pregnant on a donkey, walking 75 miles an hour. I'm just picturing Joseph like, I am such a bum. Like, I had one job. I'm, I'm making this lady travel when she's crazy pregnant. It's all because I was born in this stupid town. Like, it's all my fault. This is what, like, this is the, how a guy thinks when he's trying to provide for his family. And then they go and they're like, here's it, you know, like, it's fine. Like, it's, honey, it's going to be a long trip, but then we'll get into the end. We'll have a nice hotel room. They'll have rose petals in the bathtub. It'll be fine. And then they get there. There's no room in the inn. Okay, honey, we're going to have to go to this cave over here. <laughs> like, the typical thing is that, it, you know, it's like a stable, right? I, most scholars think it was actually a cave. Like, they just went and had a baby in a cave. And so I'm sitting here putting my my head into joseph's head and i'm like this guy like as a protector as a husband as a father he's just like i'm failing i can't provide for these people i can't do any of this and i'm just like man how many people are thinking like that this this holiday season men in particular but but women too in this stressful holiday season, in this time where it's like, oh, how am I going to get money to buy my kids or my family presents? How am I going to make ends meet? Am I going to get, fi- like a lot of people get fired around the holidays, right? Because people are, like companies are trying to end their year finances and because and they know people are going to be hiring at the beginning of the year. A lot of people get fired. Like it's a, it can be a stressful time. You're getting together with your family. My family's fine, but some of your families are <laughs> super stressful. There's been some stressful meetings in our like larger families too, right? can be a stressful time and i i just look at it with joseph and i'm like man that guy can relate so one of the things that i'm i'm gonna do this advent season now i'm just started this sunday (laughs) so i'm you know we're halfway done and i'm just starting something but like praying with with the saint joseph story like and i don't know the the whole thing i'm gonna keep keep praying with it keep thinking about it um but what can saint joseph teach me this christmas season we're always in a different season in life. What, what, can, what can he show you in there? Um, what can God show you through his story? Um, another part of, of the, another thing around the Christmas story, I was watching, uh, I was on Facebook the other day and I saw a video pop up from a, a rabbi talking about Jesus. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's typically not their thing, but whatever. So he was telling, giving us a little bit of history around Bethlehem and around like, yes, he's obviously very familiar with Jewish customs and Jewish life. And he talks about the shepherds who come, you know, the, the, the angels appear to him and then they come to uh, meet, meet the baby Jesus. Uh, the shepherds, the, 
uh, were raising, they weren't just random shepherds. They were raising the lambs for the temple sacrifice. So they were Jewish and they were raising these lambs that were going to be slaughtered in the temple as expiation for sins. Like that's how it was in the Old Testament. Uh, Part of this process was that they would swaddle the lambs because the lambs had to be without spot or blemish. They couldn't have any dirt or like they had to be a perfectly white lamb. So they would wrap these lambs up in swaddling clothes so that they wouldn't get dirty. So they get called over by the angels to go find this Jesus, follow the star. And Jesus was born in a cave. Where are these lambs usually born? Out in the field in a cave? You know, like that's where they're typically born. The same place the sheep were, uh, and they see Mary holding this baby in swaddling clothes. And they're like, yeah, this is the king of the Jews. This is the king of the universe that's coming to be born. They're the first people to probably realize that he, that he was going to be the sacrifice. They look at him and they're like, he's the lamb. He's the final sacrifice, right? And I just thought, oh man, that's so cool. So like this Advent season, this Christmas season, you've been, I, I'm 28. This is my 28th Christmas. Probably what, you know, 25th that I remember. Something like that. I don't know how, I don't, I don't remember stuff from three weeks ago, nevertheless when I was four. Like, I don't know. But there's always something new to learn, always something new to pray with. It's, it's the same readings a lot through Advent, through the Christmas season. There's always something new. So keep your eyes, your, your heart, your ears open for something new. Um, and the thing I want to finish with is that in Rockefeller Center in New York City, um, Atlas, there's a big Atlas statue. He's holding the world up right across from St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, and in the church right across the street, St. Patrick's Cathedral, there's a statue of a little baby Jesus holding the whole world in his hands. So in this Advent season, if you feel like Atlas and you're trying to hold everything together, remember the baby Jesus who's got the whole world in his hands. He's got you in his hands as well. Uh, run to him. He'll take care of it. He'll help you through it. Uh, this has been another f- episode of Forte Catholic. We'll be back next week. See ya.